Oh, fuck. Oh, I got jalapeno juice on my hand that I just fucking wiped it in my eye. Oh, that was careless. <laughs> fuck. What are you doing with jalapeno juice? Yeah, we, I don't know, man. Mike, I, was cu- I was cutting a jalapeno for breakfast. Yeah, I was going to say, we don't really want to know. We don't really want to ask Ryan stuff like that, uh, Fright. You're getting up there in age and starting to experiment some weird shit. Yeah. Dude. Listen, you want to he- you want to heat up your love life? <laughs> Get yourself a jalapeno. <laughs> and wipe it on your dick. All right. Yeah. Yes. That's going to be a stinger. <laughs> You gotta get a big one and hollow it out. Sides <laughs> <laughs> on condoms. Yeah. <laughs> Girls love it. You don't, gotta, you don't gotta buy any of that um, the warming gel. What was it? The uh, wasp tune. Scream until you like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. <clears throat> All right, let's get this thing going, because uh, I'm supposed to be going to, like, my grandmother's birthday. Welcome to All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast, with your hosts, Ryan, Shane, and Mike. All right, here we go. Welcome to episode 36 of All You Need Is Blood, the UHM Horror Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan, and uh, joining me as always, my co-hosts, Shane Smith and Mike Whittemore. Gentlemen? Uh, Also today, special guest returning, the Fright Master himself, Mike Wilbur, creator and proprietor of UpcomingHorrorMovies.com. Fright, how you doing today? I'm really sleepy, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we woke uh, we woke Mike up just to have him on the podcast. Uh, yeah, figure figure we torture him on a Sunday morning. Uh, I got nothing else to do, I guess. Excellent. Well, that's good to hear. Um, so yeah, we uh, we're gonna do what we normally do: discuss horror movies, talk some shit, various other nonsense, uh, including but not limited to music, games, comics, whatever, whatever's going on, and. Uh, if you want to get a hold of us, you can get hit us up at the our Gmail account. All you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Or uh, check out our Facebook group, uh, All You Need is Blood. Or find us on the UHM Fades group. We're all on there as well. And, uh, oh yeah, of course, uh, upcominghorrormovies.com. I'm sure you'll find all of our stuff there on the message board and front page and whatnot. So yeah, uh, it's October. We're all watching horror movies, I'm sure. Getting as much as we can. Um, you guys watching anything uh, interesting lately, Shane? Anything good? Um, last week, <clears throat> excuse me. Last week, I went into my local HMV and they have a sale on their horror Blu-rays. So I took full advantage and picked up Life Force, Vamp, and Demons all on Blu-ray for eight ninety-nine each or three for awesome. twenty. Yeah, and that all the Arrow releases as well. So, oh, that's sick! Wow, yeah, that's a good, that's a real good price on those. I have, I think I have all of those actually. Yeah, I the, see. They were the only three that I could find because I was looking for the Romero releases as well, but I couldn't find any of those. 
Yeah, those but, are um, gone by. <clears throat> yeah, but um, I got those uh, those three movies. I've been buying a few other bits and pieces as well. Music wise, um, I've picked up. Actually, no, I haven't picked up any music this week, um, which is unlike me. Um, I ordered some horror shirts. I got a couple of horror shirts through. Um, I've got my glow in the dark Pennywise t-shirt, which is, um, going to be amazing. Uh, it's which, which Pennywise, the new one. Oh, okay. Cause it just looks evil. It looks really sinister. I love it. Um, what else have I bought? Um, Poster tubes. I ordered a box of poster tubes because I've got those it posters from um, when I went to the premiere a few weeks back. And obviously we still haven't heard anything back as far as I'm aware. So it's, um, I ordered a box of poster tubes specifically to send off these posters. And I ordered a box, what I thought was 10 and a box of 25 turned up. So I've got 25, <laughs> 25 of these fucking poster tubes sitting in a box in my front room. And I'm thinking, what the fuck am I going to do with all the maze? Um, other than well, that, what you could do is you can uh, get a whole bunch of jalapenos, hollow them out. <laughs> and... <laughs> oh, make my own flashlight. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Send them off to fans. Yeah. <laughs> um, Folks, yeah, if you well, don't enter the poster contest, Shane will send you a used uh, jalapeno flashlight. <laughs> That's just sick. Kind of One might have a bite point. taken out of it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, That's just wrong, but kind of kinky. Um, yeah. So um, other than that, um, I've been spending a lot of time with my brother this week. And... Yeah. Uh, just chatting with him about stuff and talking about Marvel movies because he's a big fan of Marvel um, and just like discussing various bits and pieces. And that's generally it. So I've barely spent any time at home. The only time I've been at home is in the evenings, and that's when I've had the chance to watch movies and stuff. Nice. Um, but um, my sleeping pattern's all screwed up anyway, so I've not been getting to sleep until about 3 or 4 in the morning. So I've been utilising that time to watch movies. But that's about it, really. Cool. How about you, uh, Mike? Anything good going uh, on with you? I've been watching a shitload of movies. Uh, it's t- it's been taking up my whole day. Um, I've uh, for uh, the Halloween, I've started doing franchises just randomly. Uh, I did all the Jaws. I even did a um, <laughs> a Russian fan film called Jaws nineteen. Yes, I watched. It was about a ghost, a ghost shark, and it's. Oh, I didn't ter- know that. It's terrible, but it's still better than Jaws five, which is the <laughs> biggest Jaws? piece of shit. Come I fucking on, hate it. It's not original <laughs> at all. It's no, just, it's like an amalgam of all the Jaws, and they're like, "Hey, let's make a movie out of it." It was terrible. I gave it like a one out of ten. I will. That, that movie's like banned in the U.S. They're not allowed to release it because they stole so much footage from all from the other Jaws movies and another shark film called The Last Shark. Entire <laughs> scenes. So you know, you know that that part of the movie where there, there's like a, a sailboat contest or something, right? And then the, the shark comes up and eats eats a a raft. I think is what what it is. Or stuck out in the water. That entire scene is completely ripped out of The Last Shark. Of course. 
And The Last Shark is a movie that it also is comprised of footage from other Jaws films. Like, <laughs> it's a rip-off of a rip-off of a rip-off. Yeah, but besides uh, that, I, I watch all the Texas Chainsaw Massacres. I watch the new one. And um, I'm doing all the Amityville. Well, I'm doing like half the Amityvilles. Because there's like 18 of them, and I'm I'm not doing I'm not touching the 2000 ones. Uh, I'm probably gonna watch the new one, but that's about it. Um, yeah, what's the, the one just came out, right? What's the name of that one? Awakening or something? I I know Fright just watched it. I forgot. I don't know the name of it. But um, yeah. As for uh, music, I'm listening to a lot of Revocation, which I'm gonna go see in two weeks with uh, Cattle Decapitation. New Black Dahlia Murder just came out, which is amazing, and. Um, yeah, I've still been playing uh, Destiny 2, waiting for uh, Shadow of War to come out on Tuesday. Lord of the Rings, because that game is going to be amazing. And then Wolfenstein comes out after that. Get your DLC ready. What? For what? For uh, Shadow of War. It's all, It's really only for multiplayer. No, the big news on that is that to, uh, to complete the campaign mode, there's like um, you need to have like a whole big um, army of orcs, and if you don't spend your time grinding, I guess. Well, yeah, you, you have to grind. I mean, you won't be able to do it. But they're like, yeah, it's really tedious. Or you could just pay for the orcs that you want, and, <laughs> and that's it. And yeah. people are kind of pi- people are kind of pissed off about that. They're like, oh, it's like an easy way out, but they built it in to sort of entice you. <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, at the same time, it's like if you don't want to buy the boxes, you don't have to. You can still grind yeah, exactly. like the old-fashioned way. Yeah, I yep. got. Then Wolfenstein's making news for some reason because all the Nazis are actually offended about the game. Oh my god! So I we're living in story. some alternate dimension where that matters. <laughs> this, and the Nazis <laughs> were upset that uh, Bethesda uh, put something on their Twitter like so, <laughs> something going along the lines of "We must kill all Nazis" or something. <laughs> <laughs> and the Nazis. The Nazis on Twitter were really upset about that. They're like, you're pushing this left-wing message. And Bethesda's like, when is it left-wing to say we hate Nazis? <laughs> yeah, I'm excited for that because I, I pre-ordered the uh, edition that comes with like a big uh, BJ Blazkowicz, like G.I. Joe figure. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's badass. It's, and then South Park comes, South Park the Fractured Butthole comes out at the end of October. So this is oh a very expensive God, I forgot game. about that. Holy shit. That's After right. so many delays, it's finally coming out. Uh, yeah, fractured butthole. No, yep. <laughs> if you haven't played fuck. the first one, do so because it's like a it's a pretty like newbie like turn based RPG, but it's so damn funny. It is yeah. so funny. It's probably the best written game I've ever played. Oh yeah, easily. Amazing. For me. Did you um? Did you did you beat Cuphead or did you get pretty far in it yet? Fuck no, I didn't beat Cuphead. <laughs> <laughs> I got to uh, my buddy did. I I don't know how. I kind of rage quit on the uh, aisle three. Oh, I'm, on I'm not that island. far yet. I oh, just got man. on the second island. It's it's pretty rage inducing after a while, but it's it's still a lot of fun. I'm glad that they made a game like that that challenges yeah. people. At first, I was con- uh, a little concerned because they said they're like, oh, we'll give them. You know, unlimited continues and stuff. I'm like, oh man, they're gonna make the game too easy. But <laughs> no, no. no. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, I uh, last night I was um, I, I fired it up in uh, in our drunken stupors. We had I just went to a beer fest, so I got home and uh, Elisa and I, I'm like, we're playing Cuphead, and she's like, I don't know how to play these games, and I'm like, babe, it's simple. Like you left, right, up, down, shoot. You know. Yeah. So we're playing it, <laughs> and it, in my drunken state, and in her like. Her drunkenness, uh, it, it took us like 10 tries to get through the first running gun level. 
<laughs> which is supposed to be like the intro level. Yeah. But we we played that. We beat, uh, I think, two bosses. So uh, I was pretty satisfied with our progress that's at good. that point. So, but yeah, that's that's funny. So how about you, Fright? You got anything uh, interesting going on during October? Um, just like a lot of other people um, doing that 31 Days of Horror Challenge, trying to watch a horror movie every day. Um, I'm trying to do at least two a day. Um, it's a little hard sometimes with, uh, you know, taking care of a five month old. <laughs> so, uh, you know, just watching a bunch of stuff I hadn't seen before. A lot of obscure stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a bunch of random like stuff I've never seen. Some, some of it's good. Most of it's bad, of course. Yeah. Uh, like yesterday I watched something called Demon Warrior. It's like, uh, uh, you got like a Native American, um, ghost that kills people on its land every 10 years. So <laughs> you got a, a group of friends going on the land, of course, and, uh, you know, they all die. So it's it's really bad movie, as expected. From what the 80s. Is it from? Uh, it's What's from the 80s, 1988, yeah. Jeez, I never even heard of that. Yeah. Something you might watch, actually, Ryan, isn't it? That is exactly something <laughs> that I would watch. It sounds terrible. <laughs> I try to find I try to find movies that I never heard of, you know, especially from the 80s. I love the 80s, the 80s horror. It's like, you know, it's bad, but it's still you can find a little entertainment from watching them. Like, unlike now, like a lot of these movies, a lot of these horror movies, you know, they intentionally make them bad, you know, and it's just it's just not the same. That's yeah. why I can't watch those like <clears throat> new movies, like those like Zombievers and stuff. Like everyone loves them, but since they're intentionally made bad, that like ruins like most of half the fun. Yeah, yeah, especially with the, a lot of what sci-fi pumps out, all those uh, Sharknados. Oh and crap. god. Yeah, I, I don't like. I, I don't like those I've movies. Ne- yeah, I've never seen. A sh- I think I've seen the first Sharknado movie and was sworn off the rest of them after that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, same with me. One and done. Uh, what are they up to now? Five, six? Five, I think. I, yeah, I think I don't know. Jeez. I'm sure Tara reads drunker and drunker of everyone. <laughs> Maybe this the next one she'll have an intravenous drip with a bottle of Jack Daniels hanging off the back. <laughs> did, <laughs> did you watch uh, Charlie's Farm Fright? Uh, yeah, I saw that... Um... A couple years ago, I think, maybe? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. It was like 2013, I think, is when it came out. I just watched it, like, la- uh, last week or so. <clears throat> and uh, Tara Reid is so fucking terrible in that movie. It's just <laughs> the worst. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she should stick to the Sharknados. Yeah, the uh, the, the killer, Charlie, he's uh, he's actually kind of cool. And it's got some decent gore, but the, the movie is just it's not good. No, nah, it's, it's too predictable. It's like a, it's every slasher movie you've ever seen. Yeah. But whatever. <clears throat> yeah, I've been watching some really shitty movies myself. I watched this one called uh, The Hoarder, and it's about people that get locked in one of those um, storage units, like uh, that. There's like a million different storage ru- units in this one building, and they get locked in over the night. And there's um, there's someone going around killing people, and it's like this deformed mute monster guy that is, is running around naked, and he's got like his lips are all stapled shut. Uh, there's a couple twists in it, but the movie's really bad. Just, you know, they go through every excuse as to why these people can't leave the building. 
Because yeah, at one point you're just like, well, why don't they just fucking like you know, <laughs> knock a hole in the wall? Like if you're trapped and someone's trying to kill you, just just knock a hole through the wall and go out the out the wall and you know they're like, oh no, the there's like stainless steel fire doors that come crashing down. I'm like they don't have those in buildings. What the fuck is this? <laughs> but um, yeah, it was really it was really bad. It had a, a pretty good twist in it. Um, they sort of didn't see coming, but it still sucks. I don't recommend it. I, I've, I heard wa- it. I've heard yeah, of it. I've never seen it. I only watched it because it was called The Hoarder, and I love that show on AMC, Hoarders. I'm like, oh, I want to see this, <laughs> but it's not nearly as good. So, yeah, other than that, I've been watching some of the Texas movies this week. I've actually been really slacking on my 31 Days of Horror. I'm probably down by a couple. I actually I haven't logged anything in forever. So, I don't know. Just been uh, been busy and lazy. So, I haven't really uh, been keeping track of them too well, but I, I've been trying to do one one a day if I can. It's it's tough though. So uh, we we decided since Mike was doing um, his uh, his series to go through and and track down uh, today we we'd go over one of those series and he had just finished up the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. So uh, might as well go into that. You know we had uh, Toby Hooper's passing. I know we discussed uh, Texas one and two. During that uh, during that episode, so we'll just uh, we'll get a little little briefly touch on those two, and uh, you know figure we'll go through the rest of the series and see what everybody thinks of them. Uh, so the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in '74. Toby Hooper's you know sort of di- directorial debut, or uh, all right, you know, other than that other movie he made that no one's ever seen, um, and uh, yeah, it's like a cinematic classic and sort of spawned the. Uh, I guess the group of psychos, sort of like a semi-slasher, you're trapped in a, uh, a a creepy hillbilly area full of cannibals and and psychopaths. Um, Frey, I don't think we talked to you about uh, Texas. Well, what are you, what's your opinion on the first one? Yeah, it's one of my favorite horror movies of all time. Um, I'm not really sure why. It's just something about it. it it's I, I don't even know when I first saw it, but. Um, I mean, I, it's always kind of stuck with me, and it it's kind of made me fall in love with that whole kind of um, locals versus like um, city folk type theme, mm-hmm. you know, and the backwoods people. I, I like all those types of uh, types of movies, you know. I like uh, Wrong Turn and all that. Wrong Turn is probably one of my uh, uh, fa- another favorite of mine with that kind of theme. But yeah, same yeah. here actually. Yeah, like Texas Chainsaw Massacre is, is definitely one of my favorites. Like the first uh, DVD I ever bought when I got my first uh, DVD player. Just uh, the the Leatherface character is just she's just so iconic, and it's just I don't know. It's just uh, even though there's no, it's funny because like it, there's no there's barely any there's no gore in the movie, and there's a little blood. But you know when people think back on it, like they often think it's it's gory, especially because you know the later sequels. They did become a little bit gory, um, especially the remake and stuff. But it's just no, it, it's not. It's not gory at all. It's got it. It's like it's really gritty and and uh, it's just there's something about it that it 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 just kind of kind of resonates with you and it, it just it just like I said it, it started that whole uh, that whole uh, locals versus city folk type theme that's been copied so many times. So it's yeah, it's just you know I I don't know I I love the movie. It's just one of my favorites. Yeah, the grittiness that you talked about is probably my favorite part of the movie. It's the setting is like it's just 
disgusting. Like you can you can like feel it and taste it when you're yeah. watching this movie. Yeah. Everything looks sweaty and dirty and gross, and uh, especially the house on the inside of the house with all the, you know, the bone furniture and all the decorations and shit. Um, really, really creepy setting, and I think that's what's probably most effective in it. And like, like you said, people think it's gory, and there's like, there's none. There's almost no blood and gore in it. Right. <clears throat> but um, except for maybe Franklin, he gets it pretty good. <laughs> yeah. But, but he's an asshole anyway, so no one cares. Yeah. Is 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 that the best wheel? What's a better wheelchair death? That one or in Friday the Thirteenth too? Uh, well, I, <laughs> I don't know. I, I like the wheelchair death in uh, what's it? Uh, Mac and Me, I think, where the the kid in the wheelchair goes off the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. That's a good one. <laughs> that'll be that'll be a whole episode. We'll have to do uh, wheelchair yeah. deaths. <laughs> it should be. A, we should we should uh, come together with a script for a wheelchair death movie. It's, you know, just wheelchair deaths. Lots of people dying in wheelchairs. Like That's a, a like movie. a bunch of handicapped people go to like a camp just for handicapped people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's like I would rather even have it um, that it's it's not at like a special camp. It's at like a high school or something. But only the kids in wheelchairs die. Like there's yeah, like a killer, like, stalk, a killer stalk in the hallway, and he's killing. Like off the killer's all the jealous because his legs work or something. <laughs> yeah, he, <laughs> oh my yeah. god! And everybody movie... else, everybody else, else escapes and su- uh, survives by running up the stairs. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> this movie writes itself. Get Tara Reid on the phone. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> I would cast her as a teenager. Like she wouldn't, she wouldn't be like a teacher or something. She would just be like a forty-year-old teenager. <laughs> <laughs> Oh fuck, yeah no. Uh, Texas one, Texas one is absolutely great. What do you get? You guys got any other thoughts on Texas one? I know uh, we had talked about it a few weeks ago. Um, every time I watch it, I like it like less and less, and I don't know why. I really, really? don't. Yeah, I mean, I, I I agree. It's got the feel of like this hardcore, insane horror movie. It's super gritty and disgusting. But Franklin ruins that fucking thing for me. He is just so damn annoying. <laughs> He's the it's fucking like, worst. Yeah, it's just like, where are you guys going? Oh, we're going swimming. Oh. It's like, do you have anything else to say? Just let them go, dude. And it's just, oh, it's rough. And I don't know. I I still think it has, like, the best introduction to a villain ever when Leatherface opens that door. You know, it's just, that's amazing. But everything else, it's just like, eh. I'd give it, like, a 7 out of 10. I, I like it, and I respect, I respect it, but... I don't think it's the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, I'm with, yeah, my, like, I'm with you one. on that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I am. I'm, I'm not a massive fan of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, it's, I think over the years, because it just got overhyped, because it was one of those video nasties in the UK that took years to get released. Um, it was just one of those films. When I watched it, I was just so let down by it. But... Um, yeah, I mean, wheelchair death. That was kind of cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, um, and, Franklin uh, sucks. Yeah, Everybody loves Frank, seeing Franklin get it. Yeah, and then um, obviously, as Mike said, the introduction introduction of Leatherface was awesome. And they had some pretty cool death scenes in it as well, I suppose, for yeah. its time. But it was just overrated, I thought. And it was just <clears throat> noisy. You know, it's one of those films. Just it was too, noisy. Turn that down. I'm old. I'm old, all right? Just 
<laughs> noise. This movie's too noisy. There's a volume control, I'm sure, on your TV. I really yeah, think it's ahead of its time, like way ahead of oh, its yeah. time. But I, I, I don't think they really knew what to do with it, to be honest. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think I think you're right. I think um, he had a lot of great ideas, and, and he sort of had this plan, but uh, it was supposedly grueling to make, like a horrible, horrible film to work on. And uh, I guess Hooper would, like, make his cast work for, like, you know, 20 hours a day or something ridiculous, and it's all sweltering heat, and everybody's just, like, having a terrible experience. But, you know, I suppose it pays off in, in terms of... Uh, the, uh, the legacy that it created. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. Oh, jeez, I just got attacked by a stink bug. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, jalapenos and stink bugs in your in your place. Dude, it's crazy. Jalapenos um, are going to come out this time of year. The jalapenos? Yeah. Actually, I have some that are still on the plants. I got to pull them off and pickle them. <laughs> I have a lot of peppers. <laughs> The story you said, I gotta pull them off and pickle them, just <laughs> did something for me. Yeah. You'll know what Ryan does on his days off. Oh, yeah. It's exciting. Mostly masturbating. Mostly masturbating. Oh, yeah. With a pickled pepper? <laughs> no, dude, you don't want the vinegar in there. <laughs> you're, just, you're, just, you're just asking for trouble, believe me. Could be worse. It could be so, sad. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, too. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Speaking of pickled peppers, um, I fucking love this movie. It is it is my favorite Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It is maybe my favorite Toby Hooper movie. Um, I love the fun in it. I love the fucking completely different kind of movie it is from the original. It still has a little bit of that like grittiness and and grossness when you go you know into their um, their underground cavern or whatever. But it's nowhere near as disgusting as the first. But the um, like the color palette, everything is completely changed in this. It's bright. It's it's gorgeous. Um, everything's sort of shiny and looks good. And the special effects are awesome. They've got you know some some good chainsaw kills, and they've got great practical effects in this. Um, I don't know. I just love the, I love this movie. I love the set designs. Everything in it is fucking great. Love Dennis Hopper in it. He's amazing. Swinging around two chainsaws like a fucking maniac. And. Uh, you know, you got Bill Moseley in there. He's great. And I just, I love this one. Um, Fright, what do you think about Texas 2? Yeah, I like it. I don't like it as much as the first, but it, it's definitely um, a good movie. Like you said, it, it's completely different than the first. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's it's a lot, it's a lot of fun. Um, Dennis Hopper is kind of a weird character, but, you know, he's interesting. Um uh, stretch, you know, uh, I didn't like that whole, you know, Leatherface kind of, um, you know, falling for, her. like, I didn't like, I didn't really like that, uh, that, uh, storyline that much, but I mean, it's a good excuse to keep her alive and she's an interesting character. Um, Chop Top, of course, very uh, iconic character, yeah. um, way more iconic than the, uh, the hitchhiker from the first one. Um, which is, which is interesting because, um, I love the uh, the opening sequence, you know, when um, Leatherface, he's like, uh, they're, they're like driving near that, next to that car, you know, uh, those those two dudes in that car, and they're like, like screwing around with them, Leatherface is dancing with that yeah. corpse and all that, and 
And I, I didn't know, I, I've watched this movie so many times, but I didn't know until recently that that corpse that Leatherface was using was uh, the freaking hitchhiker from the from the first movie. Yeah, yeah. Him, him and uh, Chop Top are supposedly brothers. And uh, Chop Top was off in Vietnam, losing his yeah. mind, obviously, and part of his head. And um, I guess, uh, you know, because at the end of Texas 1, um, the hitchhiker gets killed. So, yeah. uh, so that's the corpse that they just keep dragging around and he like, he like straps him to himself and does a dance. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. yeah that whole sequence is really cool. Yeah. I didn't even know that. Like, uh, until I looked it up, uh, recently when I rewatched it not too long ago. Yeah. yeah but it's, it, it's a, it's kind of a, it's kind of a weird movie cause it, it the tone is like different and it kind of changes tones throughout the movie. And, um, especially Dennis Hopper's character, you don't really know what is going on with him and, I don't know. It just goes crazy when he gets to that uh, that underground lair of theirs at the end, and he's fucking cutting down pillars. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it. he didn't have a plan. He was just kind of just trying to take everything down. It was crazy, but yeah, I like I like the movie. Yeah, definitely not as good as the first in my opinion, but um, it's it's mm. good movie. It's good sequel. The oh, there's one thing I wanted to bring up. Um, sort of an ongoing gag in the movies is like the character of Grandpa, where they. <clears throat> they have this like mostly dead, like dried husk of a man that he's he's definitely still alive in Texas one, right? Is he yeah. alive in Texas two? I don't think he is. I think he's dead. I, I don't know. It, it seems that they always hint that he's you know he's alive. They always seem to hint that way. And at, yeah. And at the I think at the end they have um the the grandma corpse or whatever, and um at the very last. The, the very last frame before the movie ends, you can kind of see like movement in the background b- behind Stretch, indicating that uh, the grandma corpse was actually alive too. I don't know if you spotted that. It was crazy when the last time yeah, I saw it. I, I've heard that. I've also heard that it's just some like smoke coming out of the background uh, from the chainsaw being whipped around. Um, I don't know. You know, I've got a Blu-ray of this and I haven't watched it yet. So maybe I, maybe on a uh, closer inspection on some clearer picture, I could check it out. It's pretty interesting just to take a look at, like, especially if, if it is, like, uh, supposed to be the grandma. It's just, like you said, it's an ongoing gag that, you know, these people are still alive somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I, lo- I, lo- I love the progression of Grandpa as he as he goes, you know, sort of through the movies. He just becomes, like, worse and worse. It's just, it's <laughs> like, just an absolute hollow corpse. And they just like, come on, Grandpa, it's time for dinner. <laughs> So, so Mike, you don't like this one, right? No. And, you know, unfortunately, I just watched it again, and I didn't like it. And I'm going to watch it next weekend because it's part of that 24-hour movie <laughs> festival. <laughs> so I have to watch it again. I will fucking make you love this movie. And, you know, it's I, I like it. Like the first one, I like it less and less when I watch it. I'd give this, like, a strong 5 out of 10. I wow. think it's I think it's too goofy. I think it's just ridiculous. I think there's, like, zero plot to it. It's mm-hmm. just... You know, radio station and underground lair. That's it. Um, I don't chainsaw like the, store. Yeah, yeah. I don't like uh, Dennis Hopper. He just doesn't do anything for the movie. He's completely useless. He just goes and, like Mike said, he has no plan. He just goes underground. He's like, bring it all down. And he's like tearing down pillar. It's so stupid. And I think it's massively overrated. But. I, what I do respect, I do respect uh, Bill Mosley in this because he's amazing. And that jump scare when he's in the radio station with uh, Leatherface, 
yeah. down that dark oh hallway. God. I think that is like one of the best jump scares of all horror movies. I love that. Yeah, that's like, something I didn't even think about. That's fantastic. Like next to Exorcist 3, that jump scare with the scissors, like I think this is like really high up there. It's like one of the best, like you didn't even see it coming type of scares. I love it. But yeah. other than that, I think it's just, I, I respect Toby Hooper for doing the sequel, like what, 12 years later? But that's about it. Yeah, I don't even know if he... I can't remember the background of this. If he actually wanted to do... Like, somebody basically came to him and offered him a shitload of money. Like, here, make a sequel to this. And he's like, oh, I don't know if I really want to do it. And they're like, we'll let you do whatever you want. And he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> now we're getting crazy then. And, and then you gotta, you gotta know, like, love the effects, too. Like, yeah, those yeah. effects are fantastic. Pure 80s effects. Yep. The um, I I also I love the chainsaw battle at the end when uh, Dennis Hopper and Leatherface are like shoving chains th- chainsaws through each other. It's fucking awesome. Like holy shit, it gets intense. Like when you, when's the last time you seen a chainsaw fight? Like a duel. <laughs> That's <laughs> very chainsaw true. Chainsaw hookers. Yeah, Hollywood chainsaw hookers. Yep. That's and, true. Uh, I forgot about Gunner that. Gunner Hansen in that too. Yeah, Gunner yeah, Hansen. I think he's the pimp. I think if I remember right. <laughs> It's been it's been a long time since I watched that one. I think in the UK because that went under a different name in the UK. It was called it was originally called Texas Chainsaw Hookers. Hmm, that makes sense. Yeah, it all comes together. Yeah, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Hookers. Yeah, yeah, but this is, it was it was in Hollywood though. How could you guys call it Texas? Who knows? Who cares? <laughs> Gunner Hansen from Texas. <laughs> Linnea Quigley was in it for crying out loud, you know. Oh Oof. yeah. Oof. That was in her prime. That was yeah. in her prime too. When yeah. she was hot. When she was hot. Now she looks like grandpa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Hey, maybe right, we should get her in for our own wheelchair movie. Yes. That'd be good. I think she could be play the uh, substitute teacher. No, she could play the headmistress. Oh, the headmistress. Oh, okay. Oh. <clears throat> so, um, so Shane, any any other thoughts on Texas Two? No. <laughs> no. All right, great. Uh, I, I, I watched this fairly recently because um, the UK Horror Channel has this tendency to put on sequels instead of the original movies. That's um, interesting. I wonder if it's yeah. just cheaper to get the sequels. Yeah, it probably is actually, or they're just going through that DVD collection. Let's put this on. Um, but I watched this recently, and I wasn't overly enamored by it at all. Yeah. Yeah. I was just... <laughs> just not... a whatever, huh? Yeah, not my thing. Yep. All right, well, let's go into Texas 3, uh, titled Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. Um, this is from 1990 and directed by Jeff Burr, who, uh, who also did uh, From a Whisper to a Scream, which is also known as Offspring. Uh, Stepfather 2, Pumpkinhead 2, and a couple of the Puppet Master movies. I know you watched those recently, Mike. Yeah, uh, it was about a year ago, and I want to forget oh, that okay. whole experience. <laughs> <laughs> I looked at it. It's like the bad Puppet Masters this guy did. It was like, it was... I so he did all of them? It was like parts four and five, which are the... Are, those are the two that are connected. They're like the same story. Oh, They're horrible. <laughs> They're just so bad. There's like 13 of them. It doesn't even oh, matter anymore. I know. So, uh, yeah, Texas Chainsaw 3, most notably for uh, having Vigo Mortensen in it, uh, which is interesting. Uh, also has Ken Foree, uh, you know, legend in the uh, in the horror world um, from Dawn of the Dead and, you know, his later stuff in the, uh, the Rob Zombie movies. Um, 
this movie is interesting, but I can say the most memorable thing I have about this movie, I can remember there was two or three VHSs that we would rent, and, you know, back in the day, when you got a VHS and you put it in the, in the player, there was always trailers for upcoming movies or stuff that's going to be coming out soon. And I always remember the Texas Chainsaw 3 trailer, because it's like there's like a, a woman, uh, like a lady in the water kind of thing, like it's a woman coming up out of the lake, and she's she like lifts up this like fucking huge chainsaw and like throws it in the air, and it swings around, <laughs> and uh, it, it, Leatherface catches it, and it just goes, Leatherface, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3. <laughs> and that's it's a great, that, that's not in the movie at all, but it's a fucking great trailer. I'm like, that is amazing. Makes me want to go back and look it up. Um, they, that was the most memorable thing, though, that I had of, of this movie was that trailer. Uh, the movie itself, I think it is, it's good, but there's nothing great about it at all. It, nothing really stands out in terms of, like, the feeling of the movie or the kills. Everything is pretty by the numbers. The, probably the best part is towards the end uh, where Ken Foree is having a, a battle in the swamp with uh, Leatherface. That's fucking cool. Um, other than that, there's not a whole lot that I... Uh, that I really love about this movie. What about you, uh, Fright? Um, what do you think about Texas 3? This is actually um, my favorite sequel from the really? from the movies. Yeah, um, I'm, not, I'm not sure why. It's just I like the leather face in this one. I like the way he looks. Um, and I love how he gets his badass, a golden chainsaw towards the end. It's I really love that chainsaw. <laughs> it looked really cool. Um yeah, and I, I like Ken Forey. He's a really cool character. Yeah, uh, he's a badass in this. Yeah, and it's the first time we've seen like, um, like the like, like the family kind of get messed up, like seriously, like messed up big time when he starts mowing them down with his, uh, with his assault rifle. And uh, I thought that was an interesting scene. I you know until then you never really seen the family, um, you know, get taken out like that. It's usually just like uh, just just one character just taking uh, one guy out and running away or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just I don't know. I just I like I like the look of the film. Uh, I thought it's kind of a short movie, and I thought that the pacing was was good. Um, we got two lead characters that were pretty interesting, and you know, it's I don't know. I just I just like it. I, I like um, that Vigo Morganson. He uh, he's kind of an interesting character. Yeah, he's he's of the like all the, I don't know. I guess I guess you'd call him because he sort of plays that part of the like hitchhiker slash you know the hitchhiker in the first one, chop top in the second one, and um, Vigo Mortensen in this one. They're all that sort of the introduction character that you you get used to with the um, with the the rest of the the family. Um, he does a good job actually. It's it's pretty funny to see him in this, and then like you know go on to do something like Lord of the Rings or whatever. These like huge movies. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I just I like the movie. It's it's well paced. It's uh, like like I said. I like the look of Leatherface. Um, I think it was the also the first um, Texas Chainsaw where we had like a like a they showed like a little kid in the mm-hmm. family. Like it was a little girl, I think. Um, so that, it was kind of interesting to see how the. You know the continuity in these in these movies is is really bad. So it's interesting to see like like every every new movie there's like a totally different family and like a bunch of new family members. Yeah, so, so, yeah. 
I think the second one is the only one in the series that, like, like no, this is actually a direct follow-up. Like, here's all the characters from the previous one. Yeah. Or people that are at least connected to them. Uh, part three starts the, where, where the fuck did these people come from? Is this, like, a retelling? Or, or, you know, you have no idea. It's, like, a completely different family. The only the only people that stay, it's uh, Leatherface and Grandpa are both still there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. It's... I think it's a fun movie. I had I have a good time every time I watch it. It's uh, like I said, it's well paced, and I really like Leatherface and, and that chainsaw. So yeah, I, I it's definitely one of my favorites of the sequels. It's yeah, I guess it's kind of a guilty pleasure, but yeah, yeah I, I enjoy it. Yeah, the beginning's pretty good too. I like when they um when all those uh, cops or or, or uh, investigators or whatever are digging up like a swamp filled with bodies. It's just like there's this horrible, like disgusting goo that they got to dig through and like pull the bones out as they discover, I guess, probably some old, uh, old dumping grounds that the family would use. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're doing that while the characters are like waiting, uh, in traffic. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So that's pretty good. Shane, uh, what about you? How do you feel about Texas 3? I've never seen it. Really? Really? I've never seen this one. I think there was a few um, Texas Chan. There is actually there is a few Texas Chainsaw movies I've not seen. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm, I I might have to uh, give this a look out of morbid curiosity. Yeah, I think, I think. it's worth check. It's worth checking out because you know it's not. Uh, I I don't think it's one of the better one of the better runs or one of the best ones or whatever but it's not bad by any means you know i don't have a whole lot of negatives to say it just didn't yeah. excel you know what do you think of it mike um i really liked it um i think it's better than two really yeah and uh i just vigo mortensen it's just so kind of surreal to watch vigo mortensen in a texas chainsaw movie uh, when I rewatched all these recently, I was like, "Holy shit, he is in this!" I totally forgot about <laughs> that, and uh, I, I just, I love the overall feel of it. I think the the chainsaw is badass. How it says the Saws family on there. It's just like they like kind of like highlight it. I think Viggo Mortensen like puts it on the table, like, "Hey, we got something for you or something," and yeah. it's just like this, like <laughs> feels like it like lit up. You know, it's like this this um, golden thing. You know what I mean? It's just really cool. I like the overall feel of it. I like the characters. I don't like the uh, one guy, Ryan. He's like one of the lead characters. It's like her brother or something. The brother guy? Yeah, he's yeah, annoying. I, yeah, he's kind of stupid. But other than that, I like uh, I like the family. I like that Grandpa is all like even more decrepit in this he's one. Just, than he... He's definitely just a husk. He's yeah. like the shell of a man. <laughs> and uh, I, I like how they keep the beginning, the intro, or it's just like kind of like Star Wars-like. You know, people are reading it type thing. Yeah, yeah. And I, I like how in each sequel, it gets worse and worse. Like, the guy that they get is just like, at first, you know, the first Texas Chainsaw is like, you know, blah, 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 blah. Well, the first, the first one was John Larroquette. Yeah. I think he, he did the voiceover in the first one. And then the which, second uh, one, you know, they, they did it the same way. You know, it just sounded a little, you know, it was a sequel 12 years later or whatever. And the third one, he's like... Well, and so and so, and then the fourth one, they're like, "Well, and so and so," you know. It's just like it. It doesn't get as serious as they go on. I just watched the fourth one last night, and that intro is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> it's like they like had the guy for five minutes, and they're like, "We got to get through this now." But I think I I agree. I think this is I think this is better than two and four out of the the original sequels, definitely. Yeah. Would you did you have 
any issues with the continuities? Like, you know, oh, yeah, like, it's just a different family, and you're like, who the fuck are these people? I didn't like the continuity from the first to the second. I understand they like they had a move and stuff, but it was kind of a little goofy where they moved to. Like, they moved to like this like underground lair, but slash like a castle type thing. Um, and this one, like, I couldn't, I wish they would have like at least did a call out to the older characters kind of know what yeah. was going on like they have this whole new family but like grandpa's still there it just doesn't yeah, right. really make sense to me but uh yeah and then obviously we'll talk about the fourth one but yeah the continuity kind of bugged me on this one a little bit but ken forey is awesome most of the characters are awesome and leatherface is i i like the look of him a lot more in this than in two yeah i can see that he's a little bit ch- he's chubbier in two yeah. He doesn't look. He doesn't look as brooding and menacing as he does in three. Yeah, three looks like a fucking monster. Guy's huge. Oh. All right, cool. So we got our thoughts out on three. Let's move on to probably the most controversial uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation, or as everyone knows it, Part Four. <laughs> um, this one was directed by Kim Henkel who, this is his only directing credit, and the only other thing he's done was co-write the Texas Chainsaw Massacre with Toby Hooper. So, for some reason, they're like, well, this guy wrote it, he must be a good director. Yeah. I guess I guess that was their logic? <laughs> and uh, it's pretty terrible, and a lot of people hate this movie, but I think a lot of people hate it for the wrong reasons. There's plenty of reasons to hate this movie, because it's bad. Um, but Leatherface being in drag is not one of the reasons to hate it. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Like that, that's the least. That's the least of this movie's problems. Um, yeah, you haven't. I take it you haven't seen this one, then, Shane. No, this is the one that's got uh, Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey in it, isn't it? Yep. Hasn't it? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Topping topping the Vigo Mortensen appearance is yeah, definitely. Academy, <laughs> Award, <laughs> Academy Award winners Renee Zellweger and Matthew McConaughey in this movie, <laughs> and. Um, I don't know, man. It is fucking... I, I The first time I saw this, I think it was on HBO um, back in the 90s at some point. And I was like, oh my god, another Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I haven't seen this one. This is going to be great. And I can remember watching it and just being like, what the fuck? is This is the most boring fucking movie I've ever watched. Like, even back then. And... I don't know. I, some people defend it. They're like, oh, upon repeat viewings, it holds up. And I'm like, I don't think it does. I think no. it's just... It's slow and it's shitty. Um, you just watched it, Mike. What do you think? Uh, it's bad. It's it. I had to like check to see how much time was left, and there was like I was only less than halfway through. I was like, this. Is <laughs> I know. I I know exactly the part you're talking about. Like when they're in the house and they're t- you know they're they're going through their thing, and you're like, oh come on. It wasn't get- even the house. It was like the 17th time they went outside, and I'm like, this yeah. is just rough. But what's odd is I really like Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Yeah, he he does a great job in this. Yeah, um, they're both Although, really good, and I think they're really good characters. I think those are the only two good characters in this whole damn thing. Mm-hmm. Um, once again, the continuity bugs the hell out of me. I don't know who these people are. According to IMDb, the last name is Slaughter. Yeah, they're not even the Sawyers; they're the Slaughters. So I don't know who this Leatherface is. Is he a new Leatherface? Is he, like who are these people? Like they're just backwards hillbillies that I guess are cannibals. I don't. I don't know. Um, well, are they? Are, are they in fact backwards hillbillies? Because as we learned at the end of the movie, the family is some type of 
government plant to, I guess, kill people and create terror? Yeah, well, it's like kind of like a cabin in the woods type thing. Yeah, it, uh, they're, they're part of some sort of Illuminati thing that, like... <laughs> I don't know. I guess they're funded by the government or something. Yeah, it was something weird like that. Like the guy came in and he's like, you know why I'm here and you failed or something. And because the girl escapes spoilers and uh, Listen, no one, no one cares about this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> and spoilers, uh, it sucks. Yeah. And then in the end, you have uh, the guy stretches friend who works stretches co-worker from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. You have Franklin as the orderly. And then you have right, Sally right. from the original, all in one scene. It was pretty neat. Um, but, yeah, it, it was a weird ending to a shitty movie, and that's not a good combination. Like, yeah, they, I don't, they really lost me on this one. Yeah, like, Leatherface looks terrible. Like, not even just the drag. He just he just looks terrible, and he's like a minor character in this. How yeah. can you have Leatherface as a minor character in a Texas Chainsaw movie? It's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, I, I'd give this like a like a three out of ten. I wouldn't watch it. Like I'd watch it just for Matthew McConaughey because he's really fun in it. But that's about it. I mean, if if you're looking to scrape the bottom of the Texas Chainsaw Barrel, <laughs> I, I think this movie is absolutely it. It's, this is the worst, definitely. Yeah, yeah, and um, the performances are bad for most of the characters. All the other actors, like you know, Zellweger is fine and. <clears throat> she plays this like uh, goody two shoes girl, and she's with the glasses, and she's fine in it. But I love how they were like, "Oh, she's so ugly." I'm like, "That's fucking like Renee Zellweger." Like, just because someone's wearing glasses doesn't mean they're not hot. Oh, I know. Um, and you know, you got the slutty girl, you got the big dumb jock, you've got like all these the stereotypical characters that are all in it. Um, what what is the deal with McConaughey's leg? I he's think got, it's so, like remote controlled, and I, he's got I, a, rem, a remote controlled leg brace. Like honestly, I don't even know. I, I know I just watched it, but I I don't know where I was. <laughs> you blacked out. It's, I I don't know. Like I don't know the whole point of his leg part. Like first they have this Leatherface as a minor character, and then they have you know the government funded agency type thing for this, and then he's got like a robot leg. It's just I feel like it's a fan film more than anything. Oh, mm. made, made by the writer of the first one. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's safe to say who was responsible for making the first one a success and who wasn't. Yeah, it, yeah, definitely. So, uh, my, uh, Fright, um, what do you think about 4? Is there any interesting takes on this one? Do you secretly love it? <laughs> uh, I'll be honest, I've, I've only seen it once, I think. Um, and that was back when I rented it for the first time. Uh, I remember uh, being real pumped up uh, and taking it to the to the register. You know, with the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, I was real happy to finally it finally came out. You know, I've been waiting for a while, and I remember the the cashier dude that was checking me out. He was telling me how it was a bad movie, and um, you know, I didn't want to hear it. You know, it was Texas Chainsaw Massacre. You know, I'm sure it's good in some way, and then I I watched it. I went home and watched it, and it's like it was it was so bad, and uh, I I hated everything about it. It's just the <laughs> Leatherface, I hated how they made Leatherface. It was boring. It was weird. Um, and then I I watched it and I returned it, and I just 
tried to erase it from my memory. I don't. <laughs> I don't like all this stuff you guys are talking about about the movie. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I I call that Rocky Five syndrome. Like yeah. Rocky Five just doesn't exist to me. It's just not part of the series. <laughs> One, two, three, four, six, and then the the uh, uh, the the Creed. So you just sort of black blank this one from your memory. Like it's there's it's so fucking weird. The plot is insane. Completely insane. Um and in fact I'm trying to like I literally watched this last night, Mike. I, the fucking kills are like escaping me. I remember when he kills the kid in the beginning, um, by like breaking his neck. Yeah. I, I don't even remember any good like chainsaw kills or anything. No, I, I, I from what I remember and like you, like I don't really remember this, and I just watched like, it. Like me, I just this watched week. Last, it is still in my DVD player. It's still, <laughs> the case is right over there. And I, I don't remember any of the kills because I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think most of them are off screen. Maybe that's why I don't remember them. Yeah, maybe they're chasing him down. Because I know that he kills the boyfriend, Renee Zellweger's boyfriend. I know that's off screen, Matthew McConaughey. He's like, hey, uh, come here or something. And then, like, all of a sudden he's hanging on the back of his truck. Mm-hmm. But I, I know a lot of people that really dig this movie. Really? Like, a, a lot of people, yeah, one guy on the uh, Facebook group, he's like, he's like, this is, I, I love this one. It's a lot of fun, and I'm like, I don't know how. Is it Orlock? No. <laughs> 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 ten out of ten. Uh, ten out of ten. No, I, I don't know. But, you know, each zone, but I don't understand you could see this and enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> my my cousin defends this movie. Um, he he says it's not great, but I, th- I think the last time I heard him talk about it, he was like, listen, they tried something different. And I respect that. But he's like, it just doesn't work all the way. Oh, yeah. Like, um, I, I understand they tried something different. And it's like Cabin in the Woods before Cabin in the Woods. And that was on paper is cool. But the outcome is awful. I, I think using using Texas Chainsaw as that sort of cabin in the woods idea is dumb. I don't. I, I think it works better when they're just a bunch of crazy hillbillies that, like, you know, law the law doesn't know is going on, and they're piling up bodies. Yeah, maybe. I don't. Know, maybe it's like a Friday the Thirteenth type thing. Like the government heard about Leatherface, so they kind of like did a reenactment. You know, like the, how they oh. did in Friday the Thirteenth, where they're kind of trying to get Jason out. So they like reenacted the whole like house thing and teenagers and sure. stuff. I, I I don't know. I don't know yeah, how they're thinking. Yeah, it's garbage. Um, <laughs> and because of this movie, they essentially the series was just like dead, dead in the water uh, until they uh, Michael Bay went through and, uh, and decided to go with a reboot in two thousand three, uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, this one's directed by Marcus Nispel. Nispel. I don't know how to say it. Um, he's, he's one of those music video director guys. Um, after Texas Chainsaw, he did uh, Pathfinder, which sucked. Uh, the Friday remake, which is okay, but doesn't really hold up too well. And the Conan remake, which I have not watched. Um, this is probably his best movie, I imagine. Uh, it could be I, Having seen Pathfinder and the Friday remake, this one's actually one of my favorite um, of the like the 2000s remakes, you know, where you got Friday the 13th, Texas... Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, uh, Hills Have Eyes and stuff. This one's one of my favorites. Uh, I think they actually did a really good job remaking it. And while it's not as... It doesn't have the feeling the original one did. Um, but I think like the, the tension in this is even... In some points is even higher 
um, than uh, than in the original. I think they did a, a good job, not just and they don't. It's not a scene for scene remake. They don't do the exact same thing that happens in the other movies. It's sort of like every Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. It's sort of like a remake of the first. They meet a weird character and then they get fucking brought to to the house or whatever, and then they're running around being chased. So like that, it is like this. It is like that. It, um, has that same sort of structure to it. Uh, but I, I think this one's great. I love the way it looks. It looks very 2000s. Um, uh, it's got Jessica Biel in it, who is super hot. And it has Arlie Ermey in it, who is fucking terrifying in this movie. And was a brilliant choice to put in. Um, I don't know. What, what do you think about this one, Fright? Yeah, I agree. It's, it's a good remake. It's rare to find um, a remake that's actually good. Um, but this is, yeah, this is one of them. It, uh, the the new Leatherface they have in this movie, he's really terrifying. Uh, he's more menacing and brooding than all the other ones in the past. Um, yeah, and and it wasn't a direct re- it wasn't like a direct remake. Like they're not doing the same exact thing. They're changing things up. And um, and like you said earlier, Ermey, he's he's really good character. He's he's almost as menacing as uh, as Leatherface. You know, he's yeah. just he's terrifying. This guy, you don't know what is he's thinking. You don't know what he's gonna do next. And um, yeah, it's it's good. It, there's good pace. There's really good gore. I mean, the series never really had that much gore in it. And um, but you know, they really amped it up in this remake, which which is nice. You know, I, there's nothing wrong with the extra gore. And uh, I don't know, like. The pacing is good. The characters are okay. I hate that uh, that one guy though, um, the Kemper played by that Eric Balfour guy. I just don't like that actor. It's something. It's something about that guy. I just don't like. But I, yeah, I don't like that character. <laughs> you just don't like the guy. <laughs> something about his face or something. It's too narrow. <laughs> <clears throat> too <Anyway>. narrow. <laughs> is that before or after he gets it removed? Oh yeah, spoiler. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty good. Some some good deaths. Um, I really like that one scene where um, the chick blows her um, shoots her shoots herself in the face. Yeah, and and oh the camera God. goes through the her head and stuff. Oh um, yeah, that's a really that cool awesome. scene. Yeah, so it's pretty good remake. You know, it's it's one of the better remakes, and uh, yeah, I, I enjoyed it overall. Yeah, now Shane, this is one you have seen. This is one I own. Um, oh, excellent. Yeah, no, I I like this a lot actually. Um, I prefer this over the re- over the original. And really? It's, yeah, it's one of those one of those remakes that. It's a rare. It's rare for me because I don't always like remakes. Um, but for me, this was a rarity where I actually thought there was a, this was far superior. Um, I actually thought it was all. It was kind of. It was brutal. It was gritty. It was really nasty. It was very dirty looking as well, and I really enjoyed that. And I just thought it was um, storyline was really cool. You know how they took it back to or how the, the start of the movie, um, how it just all goes back to the house and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, this is what happens. This is what goes on. I just thought it was really, really cool, really well done. Um, yeah, you had the hotness factor because you also had, because not only did you have Jessica Biel, but I don't know if anybody saw that <clears throat> Blair Witch too because she's shit. Um, but it's got the, one of the lead girls from Blair Witch 2 is in this as well. Um, this is... Oh, is that the one that gets topless in uh, Blair Witch 2? Yes. Yeah. Because um, she's in this one as well. So, um, I mean, there was a couple of other people in there. I don't really remember them. I don't really remember seeing them in anything either. But obviously, Eric Balfour 
Fright, like Fright said, he's just one of those irritating characters who you're like, who the fuck are you, and why aren't you dead already? You know, that kind of thing. Um, I don't remember this, but I'm gonna, now I'm going to look this guy up right now. Yeah, do it. Yeah, oh, I just... know I know who he is. Now yes. I know who you're talking about. See, I'm, right, see for me... <laughs> his, I'm... Face is, his face is too narrow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a perfect description. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and not only that, I mean, I only remember him from Buffy the Vampire Slayer and um, Skyline. So, uh, and Skyline sucked. <laughs> but, um, no, I, I, I did enjoy this one. The soundtrack for me was really cool. It was ominous. It was um, very claustrophobic as well. Mm-hmm. And I just thought it was really, really well done. I really did. Yeah, yeah. The kills are great in it. Like Freight said, the, the mm-hmm. gore is fucking awesome in this one. Lots of blood. Um just nutty, nutty stuff, and, uh, and Leatherface gets it in this one. He gets fucking some serious, uh, some serious damage taken, and yeah. uh, he gets his arm cut off at the end. It's fucking awesome. Um, how about you, Mike? Where's, where's this line up in your uh, in your Texas movies? Uh, I think this is the best one. Really? Yes, I think this is. I think this surpasses the original. I think they. This is one of the best remakes they've ever done. And they meaning like people who make movies. <laughs> um, yeah, they even got John Larroquette to come back to do the narration. Yeah, which is I mean they did everything super right. <laughs> like what people want in a remake is they don't want a direct shot for shot remake. This is it. You know they wanted practical effects. You got practical effects. Like this is just everything that you'd want. I love the cast. I, I don't mind Eric Belfour. The one person I did have a problem with is Jonathan Tucker. Who plays Morgan because you can't understand a word he's fucking saying half the time. And mm-hmm. if you don't remember him, he's the guy with the glasses who just spits every time he talks. And I I, it, I don't know. I, I can't stand him. But other than that, I think the rest of the cast is fantastic. You have two villains in this. You have Arlie Ermey and Leatherface, and they're both amazing. I don't know how to say his last name, but Andrew Bernarski who did Leatherface, who acted as Leatherface in this one, did a fantastic job. Yeah. The directing, cinematography, the locations, everything is just on point and awesome. Yeah. And I, I really, really, really love this movie. Plus Jessica Biel. I mean, come on. She's hot. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's my... Uh, in her <laughs> peak, too. Yeah, that's like my caveman. Like, ooh, ooh Jessica Biel. You know, like... <laughs> <laughs> But I mean, that's a perfect like leading lady. She's she's not just like someone who's in distress. She's a super strong character, and I think Jessica Biel is a good good uh, acting choice for that. Yeah, she she would make a really good uh, scream queen. She did uh, she did more horror movies. What was the last thing she did? I don't know. She was in Blade Trinity. I don't think she's done. I don't think she's done very many horror no, movies. Horror. No, not that I know of. This was this was probably her best uh, her best yeah. horror movie. Oh, she was in the Total Recall remake. That one sucked. Oof. I've not even watched that. No, I'm I'm kind of boycotting that one. It's uh, it's not good. It, <laughs> it, like like you had mentioned, it's different enough. You know, it's it's not the same as the uh, the Schwarzenegger one. Um, and that's sort of like a detriment <laughs> because the Schwarzenegger one is amazing and uh, the remake is not very underwhelming. Uh, yeah, so I love this one. This one's great. I don't know if I'd put it as my favorite, but it's definitely like my second favorite. Because I love part two. I know you guys are down on it, but fucking I, 
I would put this one probably just below two, but it's close between that. I'm I'm more on the um, on the fence on whether I like this better than the original, which I think speaks a lot, um, because the original so beloved uh, that this this it sort of shows you how good of a job these guys did in <clears throat> making this remake, and uh, and yeah, like you said, it's probably probably one of the best remakes. Um, you know, it would certainly go on a list for me. Uh, you know, along with like the fly and the thing, are obviously surpass surpass the original films, but um, but yeah, this one this one's up there with one of the best remakes. Um, so good, in fact, that it actually got a second movie made on the same storyline. Something that the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies don't usually get. <laughs> usually it's just some batshit crazy, you know, just redo the plot with uh, nothing that has anything to do with the first couple. So the um, the next movie was actually a prequel, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, in uh, 2006. Uh, directed by Jonathan Leibsman. He directed uh, Darkness Falls, which is a movie about a killer tooth fairy, and I can't believe I have not seen this yet. So, You're not missing much. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> no, it does suck. Oh, come on. Right, did you uh, ever see the? Right, sorry. Did you ever see the film The Bogeyman, the remake? You know the new one. Yes. Uh, yes. Right. I did. Right. Okay. Well, we'll take that storyline, add a <laughs> yep. tooth fairy, and that's Darkness Falls. All right, I'm still in. Oh, God. It's a tooth fairy thing against me. I'm like, oh, I want to see that now. <laughs> yeah, so he does He does a bunch of these movies. Now he makes, like, uh, Battle for Los Angeles, Wrath of the Titans, the Ninja Turtles movie, the one that came out a couple years ago. Um, and uh, this this one's a down step from the from the remake that was that was before it, um, but it's still entertaining. I still like this one. Uh, it's got more Arlie Ermey in it, so that's great. And, um, you know, it, it's... Despite it being like supposed to be a story essentially about how like Leatherface became Leatherface, it, it that's in the background. That's not like the main push of this movie. It's essentially a lot of it is about how Arlie Ermey became his character, and I think that is fucking cool. I love that part of this movie. Um, the kills aren't as good though. There's a, a great one at the end, but I think the rest of the movie the kills are kind of weak. Um, it, it does still have that same feeling and, um, and look that the remake, uh, originally put in there. Um, but it's, I, I just don't think it's, uh, it's as good of a movie. The characters aren't as good. The leading lady's not as hot. Um, I can't remember what, what her name was. Um, shit, what was the girl that was in this? Jordana Brewster. Jordana Brewster, yes. Jordana Brewster, she was in the, um, Fast and Furious movies. Yep. Yes. Yeah, she's still very hot. She's no Jessica Biel. No. Diora uh, Bard, though, who plays the other girl. Uh-huh. Uh, outstanding. See, I don't even remember her. Man, you got to go back and watch it. Even just yeah, the opening yeah. scene. This The note I have in here, this is, my, this is probably the one I've watched the least, um, but I think I should probably change that because uh, it, des- it deserves another, uh, another checking out. I think I only saw this one time, maybe. Um, but yeah, I like it. Uh, what, what do you think of this one, Fright? Yeah, I I also kind of like it. It's not as good as the remake. Um, it's it, I think it's kind of the start of when um, Hollywood decided that we needed origin stories for a lot of these horror movies. Yeah. And uh, obviously we don't, but I mean, it's kind of interesting to see how um, you know Arlie Ermey became what we uh what we saw him as in the the remake so that's pretty interesting and it's kind of interesting to see how um leatherface you know like 
kind of transition to what we know him as. I also like uh, that that mask he would wear in the beginning, uh, that butcher mask. Um, yeah, I look kind of cool on him. Uh, they they brought the same guy back to play Leatherface, so you know that that's cool. Uh, I liked him in the in the remake, so. Yeah, it's but yeah, it has some pacing issues and and like you said, the characters aren't as interesting. The the lead characters, um, yeah, and, and aside from the you know, you know, uh, Arlie Ermey and, and Leatherface, it's you know you really don't have any other interesting people going going on here and and um, I don't know, it's just I like it to some extent, but it's. It's just not as good as uh, the remake, and it's it's obviously unnecessary. Uh, but you know, it's it's not as bad as the other uh, other sequels that we that we'll talk about later on. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. So, what about you, Mike? Do uh, you like uh, the, the beginning? Oh, I love it. You know, and I got to give a shout out to Craig Larson, who was on our podcast last time. Yeah. I think it was because I I I said i was like man i've only seen the beginning once and i really didn't care for it and he's like you got to watch it again and i was like all right and i watched it again and i end up i love it um i think it's like just like a little 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 step down from the remake um what they don't have and like they don't have good characters in this one they don't have a lot of good like shots and directing and but what they do have is a higher a way higher body count and mm-hmm. you know the gore in it being 2006 and still using practical effects that's fucking awesome um they have so many more people that die in this from like flashbacks to current people to you know just like early army just being a motherfucker in this uh i I love i love when he like essentially breaks the news to the family that from now on we're gonna be eating people yeah (laughs) he's a story and starts serving them up he's like we'll never go hungry again i was like that's so cool (laughs) you know and i I really enjoyed it and i think it's a great like sequel slash prequel um once again andrew bernarski did a did a great job as leatherface and uh Diora Diora Bard and this is like up there with Jessica Biel as hotness factor. I don't like how they got like just like hot characters instead of like a strong female lead like they did with <laughs> Jessica Biel. But you yeah, know, it's yeah. it's obviously pleasing to look at. But uh Right. And they, they sort of actually I mean the characters weren't that interesting, but I think the 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 plot and the script was well done in that you've got this like Vietnam um a, a guy that doesn't want to go to war. Yep. And he's he's looking to be a draft dodger, and he's gonna hide out in Mexico or something. And then Arlie Ermey finds like his uh, his draft card, and he's like, "What the fuck is yeah. this?" <laughs> and that actually like kind of pissed him off even more. And then later in the movie, you find out that he was actually a POW in like Vietnam, and or World War Two or something. And he was telling like how he got like uh, tortured and stuff in the prison camps, which kind of gives you a glimpse of how or and why he's so fucked up now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think it's I think it's a great film. Uh, and who would have thought that Michael Bay would pump out? You know, obviously he didn't direct these, but you know, like these. Yeah, it's his, really it's his production company. Yeah, but who would have thought about like Michael Bay being attached to a movie being so good? Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Shane? What do you think of the beginning? Um, I've, I've only seen it the once, but I remember enjoying it, but not as much as the remake. If you see what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, it had some really cool kills in it, and Ali Ermey was just evil, um, and he was awesome. 
and I loved it. You know, I loved his character. I loved his portrayal. But other than that, it was it was a good it's a good film. But I, I'm trying to remember how long ago it was I watched it. Um, because all I can remember is uh, the death scene at the end of the movie. That's all I can really remember about it. Yeah, that uh, that one's fucking brutal. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I remember that, and I remember Ali Ermi, but I don't remember much else about it. I might have to rewatch it again. Yeah, but in I, my head, because I, like I, like you, I'd only seen it like uh, once or twice. Yeah. Um, in my head, I get scenes in this confused with scenes in the remake. Hmm. Um, I, I saw them both pretty close to each other, almost back. Right. Back. Okay. Yeah. And uh, but I mean, I think that's a positive for this movie too. In that, like, it's so it, you know the the remake is so good, and this one is pretty close to it and if you could confuse them in your head because of uh you know some awesomeness that happens in one or the other i guess that's a good thing yeah so uh, so yeah i, I I'm, I'm almost sad that they didn't continue this line of texas movies i would have actually liked to see a follow-up to the uh to the the remake like a, a sequel and you know have a one-armed leather face like what the fuck is he gonna do how's he running the chainsaw there's got to be something cool so I, I would have liked to see that continue, but they decided they didn't want to do that. And oh. Texas remained dead for quite a while until they resurrected it again with Texas Chainsaw 3D. Is that what the name of it is? Unfortunately. There's no massacre in this one. There's no what? There's no massacre in this one. That's no, not, there's no massacre. That's the there's unique just... plot twist. <laughs> there's just the, the chainsaw. Um, and the... I, from what I get, they were trying. They were originally going to make like a, another remake, and then they were like, "Oh, we can't do that because the other one just got made." So they're like, "Oh, we'll do a sequel, but it's only going to be a sequel to the original." Um, so uh, it has no connection to the other films, and just sort of goes back to the original as the only one that happened, I guess. Um, and they they, they have a, they they remake a couple scenes from the original, or or at least flashbacks to. Um, to what the follow-up of what happened to the family after that. And they, they actually get um, Bill Moseley to play the uh, the cook from the original, which I thought was a, it's kind of an interesting casting choice. I thought yeah. that's a good idea. Um, and that's where the movie stops being good. And uh, the rest of it is just shit. The plot is about a girl that inherits a farmhouse, and so she goes with her friends to go check it out or something. And... Um, she finds out she's related to the Sawyer family. Yeah. Which they're back to the Sawyers. Actually, I forgot to mention in the remakes, they were the Hewitts, right? They weren't even yes, the Sawyers. You're right. They were Hewitts in the, in the remakes and then Sawyers in the original. Yeah. This would add further confusion to this fucking series. The Slaughters, the Sawyers, the yeah. Hewitts. Who knows? Why, why does it matter that you change the name? Huh. So dumb. But, uh, but yeah, so the girl finds out she's related to them and... Um, Leatherface is living in a bunker under their house, and I guess her who was it her grandma or her aunt or whoever There's her aunt. previously yeah um, would was like feeding Leatherface or something I don't yeah. know. And uh, then he starts killing the people, and there's like a chase through a fucking carnival, and I'm trying to remember what happens. Somehow there's a showdown in a warehouse, I think. Yeah, and they're like hinting that she's gonna become the next Leatherface. Something along those lines. I don't know. I, yeah. This movie's terrible. I watched it one time, and I'm sorry that I did. Actually, I caught this on my UK horror channel. Would you believe? 
because I you, did you write them another angry letter, Shane? I did actually. Because <laughs> I'm good at doing stuff like that. No, I did actually catch this. It was one on late one night, and I was bored, and I could not be bothered to go through my DVD collection. And it just happened to be on. I thought, oh, it's the new Texas Chainsaw. I'll give it a watch. And I thought, aside from the lead girl um, being quite hot and also being a butcher, um, I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. You know, she's a butcher. You know, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre, blah, blah, blah. And then you get the backstory of how that happened as well. And then I just thought, this movie actually sucks. Because it was just the deaths, they weren't that original. Um, the story was kind of lame. Um, and I was just, I just kind of lost interest in it. But it's like you say, the uh, the showdown in the warehouse at the end, I thought sucks. I really thought they could have done so much more with it. And it could have been so much better. But I just never bought, I, I just lost interest. Yeah. Right. What do you what do you think of this one? This was this was a big deal when it was coming out. I can remember that. Um. Yeah. I I only saw it once, and um. Yeah. I don't have a whole lot to say about it. I I didn't didn't like the movie. Um. It's just the the story is really stupid. The the lead girl ends up being like Leatherface's cousin or something. I don't yeah. know. It's, it's yeah. really stupid. And at the ending, I hated the ending. Um. It's just I don't know. It's just it just wasn't good. It wasn't interesting. The story's dumb. Leatherface, he's okay, I guess. Um, he They made him look kind of, I don't know, his clothing style was kind of weird. They made him look like an old man or something like that. I don't know. It was just, it was just really weird. Um, and then, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was just, clearly, they it was just a cash grab. Um, I mean... <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I just don't have a whole lot else to say about. It. I just. I just didn't like it. I only saw it once. I don't really remember a whole lot about it. Yeah, um, I think it was one. I think it was one of those things that they're like, oh, we have to make a Texas movie, otherwise we lose the rights to it. So like they cranked out this fucking turd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just. Yeah, I think uh, the only scene I kind of liked was when uh, Leatherface was running through that carnival or whatever. Yeah. I thought that was kind of neat. You know, he's. You usually don't see him with so many people around. Um, yeah. Aside from that, it's forgettable. It sort of that part sort of reminded me of the uh-uh. uh, Freddy versus Jason scene where Jason's killing everybody at the rave. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, oh, this is in, like you know, it's it's interesting and new that he's he's out in a scenario you wouldn't expect him to be in. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. So, what do you think of this one, Mike? This movie sucks, dick. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, I saw this in theaters actually. Oh my and, god! Yeah, because I, I was you're you're the guy. <laughs> yeah, I was the only one in this massive AMC. No, um, you know, there's some good elements, but okay, I'm gonna just say the one thing that really bugs the hell out of me. And continuity is pretty huge to me in movies for some stupid reason. But uh, okay, so the whole intro, they you know these stupid rednecks, they they kill all the the Sawyers. So a girl's pregnant. She gives birth to a baby. This was in 1974. Oh, I know where you're going. Okay, <laughs> 1974. She gives birth to a child. The whatever cop kicks the chick in the head. She dies. Steals the baby. Okay, let's fast forward to. Well, I think this movie came out in 2013. Okay, 
this chick is like 20. Yeah, right. So uh, what happened? Did she have a disease where they stunted her growth and looks? Like it makes no sense. Yeah. It, that yeah, makes that... so little sense. And I was like, you know what? Maybe it, maybe they just suck at designing sets. And maybe this takes place in like the 90s. No, because she goes to the gravestone of her aunt and says like 2012 she died. And I'm like, get yeah, right. the fuck out of here. Um, like nobody thought of that. Nobody crunched the numbers. Yeah. And it's just <laughs> yes, that she was born. And now she's 18. Yeah. 18. <laughs> and you can't tell me that girl's 40. You can't tell me what she's doing with all her friends. They're 40 year olds going to do this. There's no way. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, they drugs. really, sh- they really should have said it. Like you said, in the late nineties or, yeah. you know, I mean, it's not that hard to do. Uh, it's really not. Um, I, I, uh, I do like the fact that she goes through like this little cemetery thing and you see like Trait and Sawyer there and there's little callbacks to the previous films. That was like the extent of goodness that this movie had to offer besides Bill Mosley in the beginning. But they made, yeah, right. they, they did, they made all these people look 40 year olds, years older, like even Leatherface is like gray hair and stuff, except, you know, the chick that, that just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's like the gore sucks. Uh, there's mm-hmm. the CGI and this like that big warehouse uh, yeah. showdown is terrible. Like if you go no, back it, and watch it, it is laughable how bad it is. You now you in theaters? Did you see the 3D version of this? Yeah, I think I yes I did. How was the 3D? Because I, I I've only I, seen it on like DVD. I don't remember. I mean it it didn't really make an impact on me for a 3D. Um, I, I don't really like use or watching 3D movies because I have glasses, so it it kind of sucks for me. But I, I don't really recall this being a really huge 3D film that you need to go see. I think they even uh, had a run of it in non 3D. So it was just Texas Chainsaw. Like, come on. Um, but yeah, it's it's laughable. The character decisions are terrible. Like. They have one cop go through the house when there's blood all over the ground. He's like, just FaceTime me. So the cop has his phone in one hand. He's FaceTiming what he's seeing and his gun in the other hand. (laughs) It's ridiculous. This whole movie, I think this is, it's not worse than Next Generation, but it's like Next Generation is the very bottom. This one's like above that one. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, Not good don't really care for it and uh i I don't think we need to say anything else about this one it's just it's a fucking it's a turd it stinks it's a mess yeah (laughs) yeah all right so now we just we have a brand new texas chainsaw massacre movie out this year um i haven't seen it but i believe the two mics have seen it uh why don't you guys tell us a little bit about leatherface is it a remake of texas chainsaw 3 uh no (laughs) it's it's uh it's it's a whole new origin story because you know Hollywood thinks we need origin stories. Um, this time it's an origin story for Leatherface, and it's but it it's not even like I said in my review. It's not really to me. It didn't feel like a Texas Chainsaw movie. Um, it just it just it, it was mostly just about these um, these uh, these teenagers that escape this um, this asylum, and they're just on the run the whole movie. And that's that's the movie, you know. They're just on the run, and then you got um, what's it? Uh, Steven Dorff as this this ranger that's hunt, trying to hunt him down. He's got a grudge against the family because um, they like killed his daughter like earlier on in the movie, and um, so he's you know he's got a grudge against them, and he's he's 
and then and then you got these these teenagers and 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 you're they're trying to play it off to where you don't know which one of these guys is going to be like the actual Leatherface. They try to like they so they have this like this like big dude that 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 all, would obviously uh, be Leatherface. You know they try to like a red herring sort of thing going on. You, you would obviously think he was Leatherface, but he you know it it. it it's obvious that he's not because it's, it, any any anyone that's seen um, horror movies know that you know, it's just like I said it's like kind of a, a cheesy red herring and it's just I don't know it's just it's just not very good it, it didn't feel like a Texas Chainsaw movie for the most part it, in the beginning it's sort of like one when he's like they're the kids and before they get sent to the institution and then at the end um, like in the last 20 minutes, they they reveal who the Leatherface is, which was obvious from the start, and and um, he he ends up he finally gets a chainsaw, um, and he he ends up using it, and then then at that, at that point, yeah, it felt like a, a Texas Chainsaw movie, but up until then, it was just kind of um, you know, like a, a, a on the run from the law type of movie. Um, it did have some good good gore though, because you know the directors. Um, the French directors they did that uh, that movie Inside, um, that's Ooh. that gory slasher. Um, I love that film. Yeah, so it's it, it it the movie looks good. Um, it's got some good gore. Um, the pacing's okay, but it just my biggest complaint is it just didn't feel like a Texas Chainsaw movie. What do you think, Mike? Oh, I agree completely. Um... The, at the beginning and the very end only felt like a Texas Chainsaw movie. You have uh, these like kids on the run. And while the characters were interesting because they're all like kind of messed up in their each and every way, um, it still didn't feel like a Texas movie to me. But you did have Sam Coleman, who plays the, the big kid. And if you don't know who that is, and if you watch Game of Thrones, he is young Hodor. And that's the only like knowledge I can drop on everybody. Um, <laughs> young, young Hodor's in this, not Hodor. Young Hodor. no, young Hodor. Um, but I liked Lily Taylor in it. Um, uh, it's really it's Stephen Dorff. It, like I don't even know why he was in this. His Texas Chainsaw or uh, <laughs> his Texas Ranger performance is a little over the top and kind of stupid. And I don't know. It's it's. I would say this is the third worst out of all of them. Would you so you'd put this? Uh, it's put, a little bit better than the last movie. Yeah, I'd put leather, this Leatherface and then uh, Texas Chainsaw 3D and then Next Generation because I think this is like this isn't necessarily a shitty and bad movie. I just think it's kind of a waste of time. It's just not worth watching. Yeah, I've only seen the trailers and the the trailers did not sell me. I was not no. like impressed with them on this one. So I I don't know. I mean, eventually I will see it. I'm sure I'll pick it up on Blu-ray and stuff when it comes out to complete my Texas collection. But I'm not really looking forward to it, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. So Shane, are you excited for this at all? Hell no. <laughs> I saw are, the. Are we? Have we have we reached the like the Texas Chainsaw saturation? Do we do we want or do we need more Texas Chainsaw movies? No, we uh, fucking don't. You know, it's, <laughs> it, it's surprising because you know no one thought they'd make another good one after Next Generation, and then this awesome remake comes along out of nowhere. Yeah. But I think that was a very very rare thing. I don't think that's ever going to happen again with this franchise. I don't think like someone's going to be like, hey, I'm going to do another Texas Chainsaw Massacre with you know full effects and stuff like that. I don't think that's going to happen. 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, it just, it, I as much as I love uh, the franchise, it's it is. There's no point in in doing any more. There's there's only so much you can do, and it seems like they've already done it. Everything, you know. Yeah, they they sort of exhausted it. I mean, you could keep trying to crank out the same type of movie where it's oh, there's some teenagers that fucking come in and they trespass on this <laughs> creepy family's house, and then there's a guy with a chainsaw and a face mask. Yeah. And you're like, all right, well, what else do we got? I mean, th- that's about it for the character. I think we've, we've like, for the characters that are in the movie, we've sort of used them already. I mean, you'd have to take it in, like, a completely different direction. Like, um, I don't even know. Like, it's sort of what they did with 2, where they made an entirely different style of movie. Uh, it seems like everybody's trying to go back to 1 and, like, m- capture that the magic of 1 or whatever. But I don't know. I and also I'm, I'm with you, uh, Fright. I get so sick of these like prequels that are like we need to explain where this character comes from. Yep. I don't give a shit where they came from. <laughs> like he's just Leatherface is a cannibal chainsaw wielding beast, and it's all I need. I get that. And yeah. He's got a crazy family. I already know. I know the entire scenario. I don't need to hear the story of how he became Leatherface. Yeah, I think the wasn't... beginning did. That pretty well. The beginning did a prequel very well for this series, but like right. this is stupid, monotonous. Yeah, and like like I said on that one, it, you know they sort of they, Leatherface's story was more of like a side story in the movie, and a lot of it was Arlie Ermey's story, which I think fucking works because he's a more interesting character, to be honest. Yep. Yeah. Well, so. uh, this this movie was at least um, better than um, Texas Chainsaw 3D. I mean, it's it just. Better, it's more interesting and better paced, but yeah, it's still not a very good movie. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So, um, how would you rank these, Fright? What's your uh, what's your Texas rankings? Uh, I don't know. Um, like the first, the first one definitely um, the best. Um, then I go with part three, and then um, let's see, uh, the remake, um, part part two. Uh, the prequel uh, to the remake, um, and then the rest, you know, are in the bottom. The with the worst, <laughs> right, the rest, the rest are just bad. <laughs> the, with the worst being uh, part four, the next generation. That's definitely the worst. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. How about you, Mike? I would do uh, two thousand three remake is the best. I would do the beginning as the second best. I would wow. do uh, the third being the original. Um, the fourth being, uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre three, uh, the fifth being Texas Chainsaw Massacre two, <laughs> the sixth being, um, Leatherface, and then you have Chainsaw 3D, and then you have Next Generation. And Shane, I know you haven't seen some of them, but, uh, what, what are your favorites and least favorites? Um, my favorite, I would say is the Texas Chainsaw remake. Um, closely followed by the beginning. Um, after that, see, obviously, because like you say, there's a lot of them I haven't seen, so it's kind of difficult for me to say um, which is my favourite, really. But I would definitely go with those two. The original, um, like I said before, overrated. But I'd say that was a three. That was a, that was a three. Um, but from all the other movies that I've seen, I would say the most recent film was definitely at the bottom. 
<laughs> well, I think you got to watch part four, Shane, just to get your, uh, your yeah. bottom set right. <laughs> really? <laughs> I oh. think you have to know how. I think you have to know how bad it is. So you can be like, oh, I guess that that uh, Chainsaw 3D wasn't so bad. <laughs> At least it wasn't <laughs> We shall see about that. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, oh. I'd, I'd probably go. Uh, my favorites too. I make no apologies about that. I fucking love it. Um, then I'd probably go with the original, uh, and then the remake, and then the uh, the beginning, and then uh, Texas Three. Boy, and uh, then yeah, I guess I'd go Chainsaw 3D, and uh, then the beginning at the bottom, uh, since I haven't seen the uh, the newest movie. Um, so yeah, that's about it. Um, you guys have any uh, any favorite sort of not spinoffs, but you know. Uh, Texas Chainsaw clones that they've made. I mean, this idea, you know, even in something like The Hills Have Eyes or, uh, or like Mike had mentioned, or, or like Fred had mentioned, the uh, the Wrong Turn movies. Is there any other others that you like in this sort of uh, genre that got created? Yeah, I love Wrong Turn, the first one. Um, the rest of them suck. Uh, Hills Have Eyes, I liked the original. I also really like the remake. Um, yeah, Alexandra uh, Aha. Yeah. Aja, how are you saying Yeah, because it's also, oh, I can't even, Robert Joy, is it? He was in Land of the Dead. Um, he's also been in a few other things. He was in this playing one of the uh, um, mutated family members. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I quite like, I like that a lot. Um, I did see a sequel of it involving Marines or some guys in army fatigues. Um, oh, the, the sequel to the the sequel to the remake. Yeah, um, I can't yeah. remember what it was called. I remember watching that, thinking that wasn't overly great. It Did you ever bit... see the the original sequel? Um, yeah, but again, it was a long time ago, so I don't really remember a great deal about it. That's the one that has the dog flashback, which is like my favorite thing in a horror movie. Do you know what? Like, right, I, you say it's, right, it's, you talk it about shows that. I just love the way they show it. It shows the dog's face, and the camera zooms in on the dog, right. and it's like do 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 do. The dog <laughs> is remembering the events of the first one. It's like right. so fucking hilarious. Do you know what I loved about the remake of The Hills Have Eyes? It was when the dog gets his revenge. Yeah. That bit, I was fucking, I was cheering at the screen, yeah. and I was literally shouting, "Go on, rip his fucking throat out! Get him! Do him!" <laughs> I was really, really going for that, and for me, that was the highlight of the movie. Um, I really did enjoy uh, the Hills Have Eyes remake. I do own it, um, but uh, yeah, that scene with with the dog, I thought was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, that's another great one. Uh, how about you, Mike? Any other films that sort of stand out in the Texas-like genre? I would say The House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects, for sure. Absolutely. That's um, what I was thinking. House of a Thousand Corpses is essentially a Texas Chainsaw oh, remake. Oh, it's a complete ripoff of the Texas Chainsaw. And that's I'm not surprised because it's Rob Zombie and he's terrible. But um, <laughs> I think... Terrible. Well, first of all, wait, the movie's not terrible. Oh, no, I'm saying Rob Zombie is terrible. Oh, okay. No, House of Thousand Corpses I really like, and Devil's Rejects I like even more. But uh, yeah, Devil's, uh, I fucking adore the Devil's Rejects. It's a it's a complete ripoff, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, complete. Uh, and I like what yeah. he did with Devil's Rejects. Is like, hey, I actually have an original thought in my head, so I'm gonna make this. <laughs> no, what was really cool was um, Devil's Rejects was on TV last night. Oh, that's so cool. 
Yes, we'll go yeah, to that, watch that that's, again. That's one of my favorite movies. Oh, yeah. Just horror movies. That's one of my favorite movies. It's like, oh my God, that dude. scene yeah. is so good. And it's not like they just I, played like I half tear a up. They played the entire damn song. <laughs> the entire song, yeah. dude. I tear up every time on that scene. Oh, like, they're going to so make good. it. One of these times when I watch it, they're going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so, oh, it's shit. like masterful. That actually shows that he has some talent. And I'm, I'm a yeah. big anti-Rob Zombie person, but... Yes, you are. I'm with uh, George on that. Yeah, you and George. I mean, we got to do that Rob Zombie episode yeah, one of these totally days. Do. <laughs> that could be a fun episode if you're a Rob I'll be, Zombie fan. I'll, I'll be on the defending side. I'll yeah. take it. Is it is it going to be dedicated to his music then? <laughs> uh, yes, Rob Zombie solo music. Yes. Now I'm not touching White Zombie because that's near perfection. Well, yeah. of course, because I'd have to argue with that with you on that one as well. So what about you, Fright? Is there any other any other films that stand out for you? Um not not really. You guys already mentioned all the good ones, Wrong Turn, Hills Have Eyes, um, Devil's Rejects. Um th- there's so many of these types of movies. I've seen a lot of them and they're all mostly okay. Um uh, you know, bad to okay. There aren't yeah. really that many good ones aside from the ones we mentioned. Um I guess um Maybe one, another one that was kind of stand uh, stands out for me is uh, some movie called Monster Man that came out in 2003. Oh, yeah, was, holy shit! It's kind of like that, uh, yeah, it reminded the one, the, yeah the guy's got the huge pickup truck, right? Yeah, it's like a monster truck almost. Yeah, it was kind of like Jeepers Creepers in a way, and and, and uh, yeah. Texas Chainsaw in a way. Yeah, that, that's that's one that kind of stands out. It's kind of underrated. There's another one, um, shit, I think it was called Skinned, and I think that was like a Fangoria-sponsored movie or something. It was like Fangoria's first uh, uh, full-length film they produced. Um, I can't remember, I think it had like, who the hell was in it? Maybe, there was a a few like known horror actors that were in it, and it was was a Texas Chainsaw movie, you know, there's a creepy family living out in the wilderness somewhere, and, uh, and they're chopping up teenagers, essentially. Uh, and I remember that one being interesting. It wasn't a very good movie, but it was, like, unique. Um, the other one that stands out, actually, is one I know I bought from you. It was uh, Regevic. Regevic, the uh, the whale watch. The, the the harpoon whale watch massacre oh, or something. Do you know what? <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah. And it was okay. It's, it's like Texas Chainsaw on a boat, which is fucking really weird. And, and instead of using, uh, you know, Chainsaw, the guy uses a harpoon. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that one's interesting too. It's probably worth checking out if you don't. What is that? Swedish or Danish or something? I don't Icelandic. Know. Icelandic is that what it is? Yeah, it's Reykjavik. It's in Iceland. Reykjavik, yeah. yeah. Oh, I guess that's right. Yeah, I forgot that's the name of the place, huh? Yeah. So yeah, those are interesting. I'm sure there's a million more that we're forgetting about, but um, the 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 series as a whole, I think, is worth watching. I guess it's worth watching all of them because this series really goes from great to fucking awful. Like the whole gambit, the whole spectrum, it goes from like amazing to terrible. Um, Whereas like a lot of other um, series and horror films, there'll be some that are okay and some that are awful. Like I'm thinking like the Puppet Master series. Most of them are bad, but there's a couple that are okay. Or, like, um, I mean, even the Friday the 13th, like, even the really bad ones, like, the ones people hate, still aren't as bad as, like, Texas 4. Yeah. 
it, it doesn't have that awful swing range on the bottom. And same thing with Freddy. You know, there's there's a couple of Freddy movies that aren't great, but none of them are like okay. Look, the 2010 remake is fucking horrible, but um. Other than that, the other ones aren't aren't doesn't have that swing. I think this this series has got the biggest from good to bad swing of like any series really. Horror series that is. Yeah, and so. it's it's a great idea, like a guy just wielding a chainsaw killing people, you know, and I I think that's like the epitome of horror. It really yeah. is, and even today, like if I have every now and then, like probably once or twice a year, I got to use a chainsaw to to cut up some tree limbs and stuff that come down. It's <laughs> fucking terrifying to be holding one of those things. Yeah, like, oh I did God. it when I when I worked at Home Depot. I I cut Christmas trees a lot, and I had to wear like the whole getup, and I was like, this is badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you totally feel amazing when you're fucking yeah. carrying a chainsaw around. I think it's just like if you talk about horror and Leatherface is iconic for a reason. Um, I, yeah, this is really a, a series that you need to watch the entire, all of them. I'd say you could probably skip Texas Chainsaw 3D and Leatherface, but the rest you gotta watch. Just to be on that roller coaster of shittiness and amazingness that it, that yeah. it, that it was. Yeah, and there's interesting stuff in almost every one, ex- except for Texas 3D. Uh, I think that one there's nothing interesting in. They, that, that brought nothing to the table. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wait, even though it's not the worst movie, I mean, that's sort of a detriment to it. Like, if it was worse, then maybe it would be worth talking about more. Yeah, that's a good point. So, all right, I think that just about wraps it up, fellas. Um, again, you can uh, catch us on our Gmail, all you need is bloodpod at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook group, all you need is blood. Uh, we're on the uh, UHM fans group as well on Facebook. Uh, on Twitter, you can find me at Ryan Tutelo. Um, uh, Fright, what, what were some contacts I'm missing here that I should be dumping out? Um, I think you got it all covered. You know, the message board, uh, the Facebook page, just typing upcoming horror movies. Um, that'll yep. also lead you to the group. Um, yeah, and if anyone needs to contact me directly, you can uh, reach me on uh, the website, upcominghorrormovies.com. Oh, you got your Twitter too, at UHM Tweet. Yes, yes. And uh, we have an Instagram, too, which I update every now and then. Uh, Excellent. I, f- I forgot which one, what, what the link is. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, think it's, uh, I think it's UH Movies, I think. It's UHM Instagram. Tweet. No, oh, yeah, UH Movies, yeah. On Instagram, yeah. Yeah, UHM Movies. Yeah. I just tagged you in a post on there, actually. Oh, okay. I'll check that out. Yeah. And uh, and Shane, what's what's your contact information? Um, you can find me on um, the Book of Farce um, or Facebook. Um, you can, uh, on the All You Need Is Blood podcast group, as well as the UHM group. Um, you can also find me on Twitter at Dead Cell Society, and you can find me on Instagram Dead Cell Society seventy four. <clears throat> Awesome. And, uh, and uh, Mike? Yeah, I'll do uh, I'll plug my IMDb list because I'm doing that 365 Days of Horror. Yep, this it'll be linked below um, wherever you find this podcast. It'll be somewhere. Uh, yeah, did I send you that link, Ryan? Yeah, yeah, I put it on the last okay, one. Okay, cool. Yeah, and then I'm, I, I'm using my Instagram a little more. I'm doing, instead of just putting the, uh, the movies I'm watching on Facebook, I'm doing them on my Instagram, too. So I'm not just posting about video games and vinyl I'm buying. I'm actually using it for horror as well. Uh, it's uh, Whittemore, my last name, uh, just with a zero, because I'm a horrible human being. 
Yeah, but you also you also started um, your Twitter again, haven't you? Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah, I, I think uh, you added me last week. Yeah, yes. I, I, I logged on, <laughs> and I think my only post is saying hello. Yeah, <laughs> excellent. So I, I don't use that. But if you want to follow me on there, you're going to be really disappointed. <laughs> yeah, but you follow me, so you yeah, know, it's yeah, you'll get all my shit. Yep. Yep. All right, fellas, that just about wraps it up. Uh, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Thank uh, Mike Wilbur for joining us this time. And uh, we're going to have you back on when we find something else interesting to talk about. All right. Uh, hopefully we'll come up with an episode before next time. <laughs> Sounds good. Just uh, don't do not do it so early this time. No, no dice. <laughs> Actually, we're going to do even earlier. See, that's see, that's Ryan and Mike's doing that. Is I mean, I'd be happy to do it in the evenings. But no, they want to do it in the afternoons. Yeah. I got to be at work at one fifteen tonight or tomorrow morning. We're doing it as early as possible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure my grandma will thank us. Shout outs to my grandma. Happy birthday. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I'll see you next time. Right. And uh, bye for now. Bye. 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 All right.